Guys, welcome into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. So happy everybody is around this morning. We're getting things kicked off this morning. We'll welcome everybody in. Kind of a, a, a quasi show before the show is we let everybody get associated to know where they can find us. Um, right now, we are not on Facebook. Not sure we'll be on Facebook today or not. We'll get it up. It's our best to get it the show loaded later on after this show, but we are on Rumble. We're back on YouTube. Woohoo! Glad, <laughs> glad to be back on YouTube as well. Uh, Cloud Hub, Twitter, Twitch, we are around doing our best with everything that's happening from that standpoint. Anyway, it is Monday. We're glad to be here and we're glad you guys are as always. Like, subscribe, share the show. It is Monday, July 17th, and we're ready to rock out a show starting the weekend. There's always so much on Mondays, of course, from the weekend news drop, and news drop, and we've got so much to get into. Um, turning Point, uh, <laughs> they had a massive conference over the weekend, um, Republican conference. Uh, we'll get into all of the polling that was done. Um, Tucker Carlson was absolutely amazing over the weekend. We'll break down things that happened there. You'll hear from Trump on Biden, which is just amazing. Trump's popularity, his numbers continue to rise, rise, rise. Uh, Kamala Harris with another stumble, a big time stumble, or gosh, I hope it was a stumble. I hope it wasn't real. But if it is real, it shows what's really happening with government idea of population, not only in this country, but around the world. Um, you'll hear that. Um, unfortunately, again, we get the situation with Joe Biden and another video of him over the weekend. Just, it's sad. It never ends. And it'll be interesting, Lizzie, to talk about this. It just came out over, I think it came out on Friday, Friday evening, Friday. Ray Epps is now going to be charged. I saw that. Federally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not good for J6ers. No. It isn't because some people think it is. It depends on their point of view. Some people think, oh, that's great because he's really an inside informant. Okay. And then he's well, really part of, you know, the, the three letter word people. So it depends. I'm kind of with you thinking this can't be good because I think he'll throw all the J6ers under the bus. But then the other point of view is that's good. That will expose the deep state that was involved in this. Well, we're going to get into it all. Lots of stuff coming up. And then at nine o'clock, we've got an interview with Kevin Stockland. We've talked so much about ESG, what it is, why these ESG scores have become so popular, or at least why you have to have them from a company standpoint, because you need to borrow money, you need interest rates, and it's all based upon your score. That was something that was initiated by BlackRock. We heard their CEO, uh, Larry Fink, talk about this in the past. Well, now... BlackRock says they're going to do away with ESG, but does that mean the whole situation is going away? We talked with Kevin Stockland coming up at nine o'clock for an inside look at how companies like Bud Light, Target, Kohl's uh, have been affected by all of this and others. And will companies continue to have to deal with this or is it now going away? Uh, we're getting into it. It is cancel this, cancel this show.com. Once again, you can follow us just for today on YouTube, Rumble, uh, we've got Twitter, Twitch, Cloud Hub. Uh, of course, the, the conversation continues to rock and roll there as well. Um, 
Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe's here. Can't wait for our guests coming up at nine o'clock as well. But first, we give you a look at our partners. Uh, like, subscribe, share the show. You can send stars when we do that when we're on Facebook. The other interesting thing is just wait to see all the videos from the weekend. There's so much to show you. We're going to get into it all coming up in just a moment. But first, here's a look at our partners and our sponsors. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House. Because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands. like Absolutely, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job. So make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Sparks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. <laughs> Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We love this show. We love you guys coming in and joining us for everything that we do Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on CancelThisShow.com. Go back, check out our original content. Uh, we've been doing this for over six months now. We're grateful to our partners, uh, everybody that really helps us out. Complete Auto Body Repair, Complete Auto Body Repair. Curtis Barks jumping in. We're going to be talking with Sandy Travis again. She was amazing the last time we had her on, the Human Resource Manager. They're looking to fill 
whole lot of positions over there. Complete auto body repair. Love, love, love those guys as well. Uh, we'll be continuing to keep everybody posted on that. By the way, Dr. Mahesh Bagway still accepting appointments in the studio. Last time he was in last week, talked about how he took care of my son. And we continue to pro promote Dr. Mahesh Bagway. If you need anything from an orthopedic standpoint, uh, go to Doc. He'll take care of you. Give him a call. They'll take care of anything and everything that they have going on. Okay, we have a massive week of guests coming up, but we get through this Monday first and get everybody up to date on what's going on because, my oh my, did we have a massive weekend. If you're not familiar with Turning Point, many conservatives are, uh, but if you're not, it's no big deal. Um, it's just a group an organization that puts out a lot of information. Um, they do shows, they do conferences, uh, and they do it as well as anybody does, especially when it comes to promoting uh, the conservative cause, what Republicans are thinking, what Republicans are feeling. And it blew my mind to see everything that was coming out this weekend. And as we tell you this, once again, we want to remind everybody as we have Lizzie. Where can people check us out today, Lizzie? They can check us out today. It seems like we have a big old group over on Rumble, and that's the one that is very easy to find. And then we're also on YouTube. That, that glitches over. And you can find us on Twitch as well. Facebook, you know, who knows? We have some gremlins. And every, every Monday, that seems to happen. It does. <laughs> it's just a Monday, guys. There's no nefarious thing going on. It's just that on Mondays, we have gremlins. And so I would assume that Facebook will not come up today but we'll be back up tomorrow all right Facebook. and we can still jump in with all of the everything that's going on again with commenting yes right? if you want to comment um i would probably go to rumble you can go to youtube as well too but my my guess today is i would go to rumble if you know how to get there and there's already people chatting there so all right it's Sounds a rumble good. kind of a day <laughs> well yeah let's get ready to rumble Donald ready to Trump. rumble Donald Trump feeling damn good today. That's because over the weekend, the turning point polling came out. Uh, they have him 85.7% of everybody polled chose Donald Trump to be the president and the Republican Party candidate. 85.7%. It's not even a race anymore. Is it a surprise why all the crap has been thrown against the wall against Donald Trump? America knows who the Republican presidential nominee is going to be. It's going to be Donald Trump. Unless something unforeseen is going to happen, this man is dominating and his lead gets bigger. Um, I do feel bad for Ron DeSantis. I do. I feel bad because this race was over before it started, unless... Donald Trump decides he doesn't want to run anymore because if it doesn't happen, he will be your candidate uh, for the Republican primary. It's not even close. And this is what I thought was interesting too, Lizzie, and for all of our listeners out there. How about Vivek Remesway? Remesway me, forgive me. Um, when he came in first, when the question was asked, who is your second favorite candidate? Not Ron DeSantis, mm -hmm. not Tim Scott. Nope. Certainly not Mike Pence. We'll get to certainly him in just not. a minute. Certainly not. <laughs> it was Vivek, or that's a Ramazwame. Yeah. And if you don't look him up, uh, he's been great. Just people didn't know about him. Um, very intelligent. Uh, wants as little government as possible. And he is super popular. He had 51% of second place votes. Yeah. 
not Ron DeSantis. Right. I think um, DeSantis kind of screwed the pooch going after Trump. I really do. DeSantis only got 13%, Lizzie. Right. I know. And these are- He's waning fast. Turning Point does represent a lot of, I mean, I I can't give you a percentage, but they represent a lot of Republicans. They sure do. I mean, and they're getting more and more popular because of all of the content that they produce. And Ramaswamy, second, the interesting thing, again- who should be vice president with Donald Trump for a opportunity to run? Number one, former Arizona gubernatorial candidate, mm-hmm. Carrie Lake. Yes. Who yes. had to deal with the entire vote situation, Maricopa mm-hmm. County, machines not working. Um, her opponent was able to certify the own election against <laughs> Carrie Lake. Right. Because she was the one that it was affecting. Hobbs certified it. She sort of like, yeah, nothing to be seen here. Well, Carrie Lake, chosen by Republicans through Turning Point to be the number one candidate for VP. I I, I think you've said her. that, haven't I, you? I've said that all along, that the best possibility would be Carrie Lake I, with Donald Trump. I mean, they would be so great for America. Yes. Second place, mm-hmm. Representative Byron Donalds now that from I Florida. Wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, that I wouldn't have guessed. Very And, and see, that was like, who would you, the VP pick? Mm-hmm. So- interesting you would have the situation with vivek getting second place right or at least that's the guy who we would choose second but not as a vp pick correct so anyway uh we appreciate everybody jumping in to all of the chat lines this morning as you find us um just just crazy 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 uh but president trump from a situation said oh you know what i was just reminded or tim scott yes I, President Trump kind of. I'm a Tim Scott. I'm a Tim Scott guy. I like him a lot too. I like him a lot, and Trump kind of hinted this weekend that that could be a possibility. So I was pleased with that too. Either one of them, I would be very happy with. This is all's fair and love and more. Life happens. Things happen. Absolutely. When you run for office, before anybody says, "Well, Trump was ripped by Tim Scott." When the latest batch of allegations were thrown, when it came for the indictments about Donald Trump. Tim Scott kind of came out. He's like, yeah, this is a problem. Um, So, you know, Trump didn't rip him, though. And then Trump, as you said, over the weekend, comes out and backs him. Yes. Yep. And I'm like, damn. I know that the show continues to gain on a daily basis. And we're grateful for the support that we have, not only throughout the St. Louis metro area, but all across the country. I was imagining, I was like, damn, we're going to be at turning point next year. Yeah, I oh, want to oh, get. The, we are, we are for sure. Well, you know, we are. You just can't I, give all the information <laughs> about that yet. I got excited about that situation yes. that happened. So this all goes down over the weekend. Tucker Carlson once again proving that not only is he the most popular entertainer slash infotainer in the world, he's good live. The guy is really good live. I mean, he he's super talented. And he is doing far better by not being with Fox News. Correct. Uh, Not even close. The guy is a rock star. If he chose to run for any office, I think he might have uh, the lead. It would be interesting to see him at some point in time, although he's got too great of a job right now as it is, doing what he's doing with his own stuff. But over the weekend, and I'm going to call him former presidential hopeful Mike Pence, because he was just eviscerated. Oh, Tucker torched Pence and just put him in a really bad spot. I know that Pence had to do, and all the bigwigs came out, because I mean, you're basically nobody unless you're going to Turning Point 
which the conference happened over the weekend. So with all of that going on, this is what blows my mind. Mike Pence went out to get torched by Tucker Carlson. And we'll pull up that video for you here. Tucker Carlson, he couldn't, he just couldn't sit back. And I'm sure he was ready to go after Pence for this. But Pence was not ready for this. This is, um, you know, this is the eighth grader um, trying to talk uh, calculus with the college professor, Tucker and Mike Pence. Uh, check out what happened over the weekend. This is funny. Or, Thank you. Thank you are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. Okay. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. <laughs> Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I think you are. Uh, okay. He was a little irritated at Tucker, wasn't he? He was a little angry, a little bristled. Yeah. Paula says she shared it. Many people who are on social media or follow conservative uh, ways, publications, uh, anything Republican saw that over the weekend because it was getting uh, hundreds of thousands of views. And it's a massive story. It is. Um, Mike Pence, thanks for coming out. He's done. And I, I've never yeah. met Mike and I'm not going to rip him because I've never met him. Um, but my God, my God, um, <laughs> with January 6th and then this whole situation that's going yes. down right now, uh, Tucker just ended him. He did. That's it. He did. And he never really had a start anyway. After J6, no matter what your opinion is on J6, I would say half of America thinks he's a traitor because he should have done more. And the violence was not incited by former President Trump. I still say current President Trump. Um, I think it was incited by Mike Pence. So people are just... Why do you say that? Because they thought that he should have... He could not overturn the election. He couldn't do that. However, he could have given us an opportunity to have the votes counted, and he poo-pooed that. And so people are very angry with him. He could have done it. Some people say he couldn't. Some people say it's illegal. But you can bet your bottom dollar that if that was a Democrat and it was their vice president, they would have given us the option to count the votes again, to do like a recount. No one was there. Well, I shouldn't say no one. But the majority of people at J6 were not there thinking they could overturn the election. They were there wanting to find if there was voter fraud. And Mike Pence didn't allow patriots and people who feel that there was cheating and they know that there was cheating have a chance so and and mike pence as people on our chat line are saying he's a nightmare they're saying he's a traitor they're saying he's an idiot and they're saying he's the, <laughs> and they're saying he's the real insurrectionist that's really that's who he is and for such a nice looking gentleman he's just got a dark soul in my opinion that's my opinion. So, and you're right. I think Tucker just finished him off. I'm not going as far as you went. I had to. I had to, <laughs> I had to get that off my chest. I just, I just feel he's more establishment. That's where that where he has been. Maybe, maybe too trustful. Maybe too. 
uh, trusting of government. Maybe, well, maybe someday we'll be able to get something done in Washington. You know, maybe the other side will work with us. Here's the problem with politics. There's got to be give and take. We can't go freaking nuts and go, you all go our way. It's politics. You have to, as much as it sucks, you have to bargain. Correct. There's two teams. I hate it. Most people hate it. Democrats hate it. But you have to bargain. You can't just say, we're going to kill you all. It's a war. We, unfortunately, we may get to that point, but you got to do every damn thing you can to prevent it. There has to be talk from both sides. There has to be some give and take. That's what sucks when you're in a situation and the rules are there has to be give and take. And you know the other team is not going to do it or they'll fight tooth and nail to not give in at any point. That's where you're stuck with this whole situation. Exactly. And sometimes from a conservative standpoint, I'll allow Mike Pence in my opinion, maybe yours too, Lizzie, from what you just said. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do anything. Elizabeth, uh, oh, that, oh, that was That's you. me. Well, because, oh, yeah. I got, <laughs> well, I know I'm, it's, it's because of all the gremlins and stuff. I had to pull up my I old account because my account won't pull up. So yeah. <laughs> so today, if you see Elizabeth, that's me. Yeah. YouTube, Rumble, <laughs> Cloud Hub, Twitter, Twitch, you can find us on today. Okay. Here's presidential. Then we'll show you non-presidential. Donald Trump. Talk about getting eviscerated or torched, which is what Tucker absolutely did to Mike Pence. Donald J. Trump discussing what has happened to our country and Joe Biden and how he will be back to do the job that he did for four years. Because he's crooked, as you can get. This is the most dishonest president in history. And I wouldn't have said it. You know, I have, I have pride in the presidency and respect for the presidency. I wouldn't have said it. But I say things about him over the last three weeks that I would have never said before about any president. Uh, he is a corrupt, horrible, incompetent man. And he's destroying our country. And we have to have it changed. And with God's help, we're going to save America on November 5th, 2024. And when I said... Originally in 2016, it's the most important election. I meant that this is far more important. This is far more important because our country is ready to go down, ready to go possibly into World War III. And this won't be a war like others. This will be a nuclear war and the level of destruction. It's called obliteration. It's not two army tanks going back and forth, shooting at each other. This is big stuff. And we have a man who's grossly incompetent, who doesn't even know where he is who can't put two sentences together. And this is the man that's telling us what we're going to be doing. Under Biden, hope and opportunity for young people. So many young people here are being utterly extinguished. Donald Trump uh, pretty much putting the situation where it is when it comes to Joe Biden. Um, you have presidential and you have disaster. You have presidential and you have uh, an elderly man that should not be doing anything right now. Uh, case in point, did you realize this? And there's no way to defend this. And this is why Democrats and CNN put out their list of possible replacements if Joe Biden can't do it uh, at the end of last week, which absolutely blew my mind when CNN is willing to admit already in 2023 that, yeah, we may need somebody else up for this position. Uh, you've got Joe Biden right now spending virtually no money zero money on a re-election campaign. This is unheard of. He's not popular, arguably the worst president in the history of the country. For sure. Ratings are in the tank, vice president in the tank. 
uh, the staff members that he has appointed in the tank, zero dollars for re-election, pretty much virtually no money. In the second quarter of this year, this is to brand new data that's been released. His campaign only had four people on the payroll. The president of the United States with four people on the payroll. If that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what will. On top of that, he spent less than $1,500 on travel, accommodations, and airfare. Biden's campaign spent $1.1 million in the second quarter of this year. That's it. That's nothing. That is chump change. Now, let's put it in comparison to his former boss, President Obama. He spent more than $11 million in the second quarter of 2011 when he was running for re-election, and he barely won. So how does Biden intend to win? That's my question. Cheating. He's going to cheat. Is he even running? No, he's not running. He's in his basement in his diaper. Does that blow your mind? That totally blew my mind. It blew your mind? One million dollars in the second quarter? Yeah. You look at me like Vic. It blew your mind, really? Well, yeah. And the reason why I'm looking at that is he's not going to campaign. He's just selected. He probably will win again. I hope I'm wrong. I'm thinking optimism. Told you he's not running. No, well, I hope he There's is. no way. I've been saying that for months now, two months. Right. No yeah. way. Well, I yeah. The only person that I would even like on the Democratic side would be RFK, and they're never going to let him win. He doesn't count. No, he, he <laughs> He's doesn't not considered count. a Democrat. Yeah, they're looking at Newsom. You're right. They're looking at Newsom for sure. For sure. Projo, were you going to say something, buddy? Oh, I was sorry. just going to say, I have a feeling that uh, whatever happens, we're not going to like it. Like nobody, <laughs> not right. Democrats, to Democrats You're or right. Republicans. <laughs> right, right. So do you think it could be Newsom or do you think it's somebody it's even more heinous? I think that we don't even, it hasn't even been announced yet. It's going to be Ugh. dropped on us at the last minute. I guarantee it. That You know what? When that happens, then you don't have an ability to um, check it out. Right. To, exactly. Yeah, I mean, basically break down, okay, this is what is going to be a problem and we're going to have to deal with all of this crap going on. Um so that's the whole Biden situation as if that wasn't bad enough, but he did something else again. And this is also a video that's gone viral. And we understand that some people may see it. You may not, but we laugh at all of his stumbles, um, his mumbles, his misuse of words, not knowing what direction to walk, um, where to go, how to follow paths, how to go to X's that are clearly marked for him, how to keep his mouth quiet. This is where it gets sick, disgusting, gross, and very sinister when he doesn't know how to keep his hands to himself, and we've seen the videos, when he doesn't know how to keep his nose to himself, people's personal space to themselves, especially kids, especially in this time where finally, finally, we have an interest being put on protecting kids from trafficking to you name it and those who are around this may be some of the most disturbing video I've seen with Joe Biden. Despite his hands groping men, women, and boys and girls, his chomping. And we'll just play it over and over again. What, what the, in the hell world? is he doing? For our listening podcast, oh. we're showing video of Joe Biden going up to a little girl who is being held in her arms by her parent. Joe Biden is up making like a mockery going <laughs> all over this girl. And even this little girl 
is terrified. Yes. As you just show saw from the video, absolutely terrified that Joe Biden decides to lean over, put his mouth on her back, and chomp up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, This kind of stuff continues to happen. Um, The Democrats know it. There's no, his ratings are in the toilet. Democrats don't want him. They just don't want Trump. And we have talked about that so many times. And there's not going to be anything they're going to be able to do about that because the Democrats know that they can't get this passed. If there was cheating the last time around, they know they can't go with Joe Biden this time. There's no way. America, (laughs) there, there would be revolution if that man was voted again. And we'll try to show you that picture again for our viewing audience um, so that you can see this. And I don't know if it's something that we can show over and over again or if we have to reload it, Joe, from that standpoint. But if we can at least show it one more time. I'll get it queued back up. It's going to take a minute. But yeah, it's one of those that they play a commercial. Yeah, it happens. And the reason that that happens is it's viral. And hell, if you're an advertiser. Yeah, that's, around, that's cha-ching, money in the bank. Because it's everybody's watching that video. You yes. saw it. You're, yes. you're a mom, you're a grandma, you're yes. a woman, uh, you've got a little girl, granddaughter that looks about the same age yes. as that daughter, and you see Biden doing that. My, my daughter's really feisty, so I think if Biden had done that, I think there would have been some repercussions. I, I don't know that any of us would have stood there to have allowed him to sniff our little granddaughter. It would have been ugly, I think. I, I, I don't, I just, I've never seen anything like that. Me either. Me either. Um, I, I, it would be great if there were actually Democrats that would defend that, but it's I'm, but I'm grateful that they don't. Right. They don't, they just don't say anything. That's just as bad. I mean, if they were, you know what? Democrat, great point, Lizzie. I mean, they don't say anything and there's so much, I mean, right now in the media and everywhere, and we all know it, there's so many sex problems, either through trafficking or in just everywhere. I won't even get into it because that's not what the show is about today. However, with the sound of freedom going on, it's very out in the forefront. And so for anyone to just ignore it, that's very telling to me that they don't say anything because say if it was donald trump or desantis or anyone sniffing hair no any conservative anyone anyone i would say something i'd be like that is disgusting i thought i liked him but now i don't that's gross um i I just somebody's got to keep him away from the kids we're going to show it for you one more time uh mom picture right there oh yeah look look at his face face. he's going in look at her I mean, even that little kid knows this is not good. That is stranger danger. Mom, get me the truck away from this old, creepy, smelly man. And then, of course, we'll show you the video with Joe going in um, for his chomp. Here it is one more time when we get this chance to come up. Of course. It's okay. You know, no big deal. Um, But Joe... Uh, continues to have the issue. Now, you brought up the sound. Uh, did you just bring up the sound of freedom? I did. I did okay. bring it up. And it's just, have you noticed that they were talking about, and I can't remember which channel, but they were talking about the blockbuster summer movies on, on media, somewhere I saw it on this weekend. And that wasn't even on there at all. They did not even mention it at all, which is very telling too. $40 million over the weekend for sound of freedom. Oh, of course. It's not even the right video. Um, 
That's buddy. When you can find it, just let it's us no know. Big deal. Um, I we I'd love to show it again. It was the right one. It just this website and their advertisement is ridiculous. If, well, if you could look it up and find it again, sure, it would be great. Just let us know. Uh, from a standpoint of uh, the sound of freedom, I have not had a chance to see it yet. I'm it bummed is, out. Oh, it's you've got you've got to see it. It's I think people can only imagine what sex trafficking is, but this actually is a story of a particular <clears throat> dad that loses both of his children to sex trafficking and how the big muckety-mucks of the world, both in America and abroad, are doing this to the children, and people know about it. And so I think if you've never seen it, it's it's a must. It's a must-see. Well, $40 million over the weekend. Um, it, it continues to go up and up and up and up. Uh, Abe jumped in on the message line to say that it was an unbelievable movie, exclamation point. Yes, yes. Theater was silent after the movie. Yeah. And the message that was seen. Um, then I see this clip of Pedo Biden with this girl sniffing her back. And that's why I wanted to show it to you again. Yes. And we will because we showed it to you. It was, it was fairly quick, you know, a couple seconds or so. That happens. It goes on. And then we're talking about The Sound of Freedom. A movie, by the way, that we know several companies, including Disney, sat on. Because yes. nobody, nobody would run the movie. And then finally, what is it Angel Studios did? Yes, Angel Studio did. And they've got some great movies coming up as well. But Abe is absolutely right. When you sat in the theater, it told you to stay all the way through the credits. And you either heard people sniffing or tears, or you were just so appalled and sick about it you couldn't talk and he's right people walked out of the theater i was in too i saw it july the third the very first screening oh wow and when you walked out no one was speaking you couldn't talk you were you were just so is is the word is for about it you couldn't say a word so joe do you have the clip ready now i do here okay, we go. okay. here we go i mean what is oh, that oh what is that Oh. He went back in a second time. Oh, but mom and dad are like patting him on the back. Yes, when I see the dad, that dad, okay, dads are supposed to protect. There's the nothing wrong with that? That's sick. I would want to walk up to that dad and go, do you not know how sick he is and why are you patting him? But you know what? There is so many people I've noticed, young parents these days, that don't get it. It's They don't get it. They think that all of this weird thing going on with sex trafficking and all of that is no big deal. It's not really happening. We're going to turn the other way. And they they don't see a problem with Biden. I, I don't get it. There is a lot of people that don't have a problem with him. Maybe not in the circles I run in, but I, I'm hearing that. Joe, are you hearing that too? That people are okay with Biden? I, you know, I really don't know anybody personally who likes him. Even Democrats that I know Good. do not like Biden. Good. Good. And Abe is saying, and he's right, if you want to go see The Sound of Freedom, it, it doesn't cost you a dime. You can go and get a free ticket, and you can get on two sites. You can get on angel.com, and there's also Mater Media that is actually run by Zipper Zeppa, who's our St. Louis native. What's Zip run? Um, Mater Media. What's, what's Zip do with that? I like Zip. He, Zip is wonderful. He is very involved. He actually left media to help sex trafficking. 
So he, well, he was with the St. Vincent de Paul yes, Association. Correct. He cracked to work with the Catholic Church and to work with just things in general that are, um, I would say, charity driven. And he owns something called Mater Media, that that's also a place that you can get free tickets. That's actually where I got my free ticket from and my whole family's free ticket. And Zip even reached out and asked how many that I needed and what I would go opening night. And so you can do angel.com or Mater Media. Mater is m-a-t-e-r media.com by the way abe checking in on the facebook or on the uh, message line and we do appreciate part of the show and the success of this podcast has been the live interaction and we all love it everybody that's ever done the show loves it 100 percent. abe says yes the free ticket deal is correct i used it yesterday he went and checked it out so a lot of people saying they will i will definitely be going to see it i just it's just you know i'll get there i can't wait i'm just grateful that it, that it is not being canceled or blackballed anywhere despite some of the reports of things that people were dealing with over and over and over again so um you just had to sh and this is again why there's no way in hell joe biden no way in hell joe biden no way in hell joe biden no will be no. running for office again um real quick too before we take our first break today i had to show you this um what the hell is kamala harris talking about um, we know she's had her issues with public speaking as well. Um, she has more of a heartbeat than Joe Biden, but um, her, and I hate to say this because this woman was at one point um, pretty accomplished uh, attorney, but man, this position is not for her. Public speaking is not for her. I don't know if she meant to say this or if it was an accident, but she literally tells us we're all going to be better with depopulation. Here's Kamala. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. All righty then. Um, they were calling it a gaffe. But was it a gaffe or did she mean what she said? It was only a gaffe because she wasn't supposed to say it. She means what she says. That whole globalist agenda wants to depopulate because, you know, you and I are peons to her. Holy crap. Yep. That's what she wants. And, and her whole agenda, that's their agenda, is they do not want us using any of their resources because we're peons. Uh, it, it's one of those things that we have to deal with. That was, um, it, it's... We've talked about the depopulation. Uh, depopulation. Um, the WAF, the World Economic Forum, has been very vocal about it. Klaus Schwab has been very vocal about it. It's scary when you think about it, and then you think of some of the other things that have happened across this world just over the last three to four years, um, and who knows what else may be coming. We've got a lot of issues that we deal with. Um, one of those things, one of the biggest stories that we have covered on canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo is the situation regarding ESG scores and what Bud Light did, right? what Target did, mm -hmm. what Kohl's was doing, even to some extent Starbucks and many other companies that we may not know about. Ben and Jerry's, I mean, did they do something on purpose, even though they're really not the quote owners anymore, but making a comment 
um, and then boom, their product gets hit hard. Um, we have talked about this and we're going to break it down more with Kevin Stockland right now. We'll bring Kevin in if that's all right, Projo, if we can just go ahead with the show. Um, I know we're not supposed to join him until, yeah, he's getting set up to come on and talk about this whole issue. Um, Kevin's getting set up right now as we introduce it. It's one of those situations where we've told you about ESG and the push by BlackRock to push ESG and ESG scores and what that means for companies and why companies needed to follow through. And it's, you do this or else you're going to pay from a financial standpoint with loans, interest rates, and so forth. While we bring Kevin on today to talk about some newer things, some newer developments that have happened with BlackRock, and it kind of surprises me, but are ESG scores going to go away and that whole practice? Uh, Kevin Stockland, first of all, good morning. Thanks for jumping in on cancerthisshow.com. Before we ask you and get into this whole subject, which is a fascinating subject, especially considering what's happened with Bud Light, uh, tell our audience about who you are and uh, where you're joining us from today. Sure. Uh, I am a business reporter at the Epoch Times. Um, I'm also the writer-producer of the documentary, The Shadow State, which looks at the uh, ESG industry and how it works and how it affects you. When this ESG term started to hit America, most people had no idea. We're still learning about it, Kevin. Um, what is this headline that we see now? For people who don't know, BlackRock pushed this, correct? BlackRock is one of the investment firms that pushed it. They're the largest, so they tend to get most of the attention, but there's quite a few other asset managers and state pension funds that have been pushing this as well. So why would ESG become such a big topic? It looks like it's being pushed all over the place. It looks like BlackRock and other investors are succeeding in having companies do this. Why would they say it's not going to stick around anymore, or is it? Well, so this is the question. Uh, Larry Fink, who's the CEO of BlackRock, uh, just came out and said uh, he's ashamed of his affiliation with the term ESG. He's not going to use it anymore. Uh, and then in a subsequent interview, he said he, he's not ashamed. So it, whether he's ashamed or not is not clear, but he says he's not going to be using the term anymore. And a lot of people are saying, well, it, it, does this actually suggest a sincere change of heart? Or is this really just a rebranding, kind of what we went through with critical race theory, that it's we're going to see the same policies, they're just going to take on a different name, now that people have learned what it is and learned that they don't like it? Okay, you have seen what's happened with businesses. Um, you've studied this from a standpoint. Does it blow your mind that companies have followed this ESG practice and in many cases destroyed profits that they've had? So this is uh, what originally got me very interested in the subject, and I've been reporting on it for a couple of years now, um, and it's been very puzzling to me. Why are, are companies engaging in this kind of suicidal behavior? And, you know, Target and Bud Light, those are just the latest examples. Disney, it goes back to Coca-Cola and Delta Airlines fighting Georgia voter ID laws, which the overwhelming majority of, of people in every racial group support. Um, so why, why are companies continuously doing things that are horrible for their sales, that alienate customers, that hurt their share prices? Um, and it, you, you realize that it really does come down to this ESG ideology, that this has somehow become a higher priority for a lot of CEOs over the well-being of their shareholders. Uh, we're talking with Kevin Stockland of the Epic Times. Um, the reporting that you've done on Larry Fink there with BlackRock. Do you trust anything that we're being told? 
Well, you know, uh, what people are saying is uh, if this is a sincere change of heart, we're going to wait and see. We're going to see if the behavior changes and, and where. So BlackRock's control, it, what people need to understand about ESG is it is not a divestment strategy. These, these uh, index fund managers buy every company, for example, in the S&P 500. So it's not that they're not investing in oil and gas companies or other companies um, th that they don't like. It's that they are investing in them and they're controlling them through shareholder voting. And so the question is, will the behavior of these asset managers change in terms of how they vote uh, our shares when we invest in their mutual funds and their index funds and everything else? So I think it's very much a wait and see. Um, words are fine, but people are waiting to see from action if there really has been a change or, 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 or will be a change in behavior. Are there any companies that you think are interesting that have done this, quote, suicidal pattern when it comes to profits um, outside of the the Bud Light, of course, which we know has happened to Bud Light. Target's taken a big hit. Kohl's, as I've spoken about. Uh, any other companies that have been felt like they needed to get something done when it came to ESG? Sure. And so, you know, as, as we know, ESG covers both the environmental and the social justice. So we're seeing efforts to defund uh, out of um, fossil fuel projects. So, for example, Exxon w was a very high profile case. There was a very small shareholder called Engine One that was able to acquire a small number of shares in Exxon. But working with asset managers like BlackRock and, and Vanguard and also some of the big state pension funds in California, they were able to get a majority uh, behind a shareholder vote to put three climate activists on the board of Exxon to encourage that company to step out of fossil fuels, step out of oil production and move into renewables. So, you know, we, we have yet to see the long term effects of this, but across the industry, we are seeing this. And so what people are noticing now is their, their fuel prices are going through the roof, not only at the gas pump, not only in terms of home heating, but this flows through the entire economy. So uh, farming, for example, heavy use of diesel, also a use of um, synthetic fertilizers, which are a derivative of natural gas. So food prices are going up. So people are starting to actually see the effects of these policies on their bottom line. And this is part of the reason why we're starting to see this industry step back, uh, at least in name, from supporting ESG. Yeah, but BlackRock's doing just fine, aren't they? They are doing just fine. They say this has been a record year for people investing. Of course, uh, it has been. Funds. So they've lost about $4 billion of uh, state assets from states like Texas and Florida that say they're not going to invest through BlackRock anymore. But at the same time, they've gotten hundreds of billions of new investment from other shareholders. So BlackRock is doing fine. BlackRock will do fine whether the companies in their portfolio lose value or not. It's the ultimate shareholders that will lose money. And people say, well, these are rich people. We shouldn't be so worried about them. That's not true. Th these shareholders are us. This is our, our, our 401ks, our pension money, our savings. Ultimately, it is the small shareholder um, who will lose money when Anheuser-Busch loses billions of dollars in shareholder value or Target does or Disney does or whichever company goes down this path. So, Kevin, I have a listener asking me about BlackRock, and BlackRock goes by several different names from what I understand. And in most cities, BlackRock is coming in and buying up 
lots of properties, but using them under different names like Open Door and First Key. So I think a lot of average people don't even understand who and what BlackRock is doing, where they do understand Bud Light and Ben and Jerry and Target and all of that. So they know to boycott them, but they don't really understand by selling their house to these big conglomerates like Open Door and First Key and all these other names that are underneath BlackRock is causing a big, big problem. They don't even understand that. I know I didn't until fairly recently. Well, there, there are a lot of investment companies. It's not just BlackRock. You know, there's another company, Blackstone, and they are big investment funds and they do. They buy uh, rental properties and it's in some cases they would buy a home from an individual, but more likely they'll actually work with a developer. So they could come in when a new housing development is being built and just buy the entire development directly from the developer. And then those are now rental units. Um, the other thing that we're seeing is uh, these large investment funds are buying up shares in public utilities. And they just got green lighted um, by the um, uh, FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, to uh, have holdings of more than 20% in public utilities. And in this way, they're able to uh, control our electricity supply. And as we know, a lot of uh, the generation there is being transitioned away from coal and gas into uh, wind and solar and, and other weather dependent uh, energy sources. So uh, the, the power of these asset management firms um, is, you know, is, is everywhere. Uh, Bill Gates is one of the largest investors in, in farmland in the U.S., also through a lot of shell companies. And it is very hard to spot, you know, to actually see who the ultimate holder is. But what we are seeing across the board is the rise of very large Wall Street uh, or insider investment funds into pretty much at every aspect of the U.S. economy. That's scary as hell, Kevin. It is scary what he's saying. And I think we knew that. But to hear it being said besides our rhetoric that this is really happening. And is there anything that an average person can do to slow this at all, in your opinion? Um, you know, there, there are a number of things. So I don't want to paint so bleak a picture. This has been a significant year for people who um, are critical of the ESG movement. We've seen a number of legal pushbacks. So, for example, um, there was just recently a letter by 13 state attorney generals notifying companies that their ESG policies, uh, if they entail racial discrimination, whether that's hiring quotas, promotional quotas, board quotas, even DEI training, that they are in violation of America's civil rights laws, which bar any discrimination on the basis of race or gender. We just had a major Supreme Court decision about university mm -hmm. admissions, which will also apply to corporations about racial discrimination. Um, we are going to start seeing some antitrust lawsuits. So to the extent that these companies join together and they sign pledges at Climate Action 100 or Net Zero Asset Managers Alliance or any of these other uh, global clubs, um, they are colluding that violates U.S. antitrust laws and we're going to start seeing antitrust lawsuits. Um, we are also seeing employee action. So, for example, uh, a white uh, employee of Starbucks who was fired um, in, in a case that she charges was ra racial discrimination was just awarded $20.6 million by a jury in New Jersey yeah, we covered for that. violating her civil rights. Yeah. So, you know, there are a number of fronts and I think a, this is a lot of the reason why asset managers are starting to backpedal on ESG because if they are found to be using shareholders' money in a way that is not fiduciary, uh, fiduciarily responsible, 
or, or for the benefit of those shareholders, they will also be sued. And so uh, we've had the CEO of Vanguard and the uh, chief investment officer of uh, State Street come out and recently say there's no benefit to ESG investing. So they, it's very difficult for them to make the case that any of this is for the benefit of people who are investing in their funds. So they're opening themselves up to some massive lawsuits. So th there's a lot of pushback against this that has happened in the last 12 months. And um, I think we are starting to see a lot of CEOs rethink their commitment to ESG as a result. Yeah. Well, all they have to do is look at Bud Light, right? Yes. Yes. I mean. And... Yes. And, you know, shareholders may bring legal action uh, there. And we also oh. saw a lawsuit being brought by uh, state pensioners in New York or city pensioners in New York, a teacher, subway operator and a few others that are charging that their pension money is being squandered on ESG goals in New York. So um, we are seeing a lot of pushback now that and they it is it is forcing these CEOs and these fund managers to justify how is any of this good for investors? How is any of this good for shareholders? And I think they're having a very hard time making that case. That is really good news, Kevin, because I think a lot of us are frustrated, but clearly you gave great examples of, of people fighting back. So any one of us could do that as well, because sometimes it seems hopeless with all this going on. And you just have brought a font of hope, I think, to us today. And I appreciate that. Yeah, and there's a lot happening at the state level, too. Uh, so, you know, we are seeing a division between red states and blue states, but we're seeing a number of red states that are either boycotting asset managers and banks that they say are discriminating against fossil fuels or other essential industries in their states. Um, and we may see some laws passed uh, supporting um, diversity viewpoints, supporting uh, religious rights and, and civil rights laws uh, in, in, at the state level as well. So um, a lot is really happening to push back against this. Uh, I don't know. There, there are tens of trillions of dollars supporting the ESG industry. And certainly we have the full weight of the U.S. government and the Biden administration behind it as well. Um, so it's going to be a tough fight. All we can say is, is this issue is going to heat up a lot in 2023 and 2024 as we approach a president, presidential election. Yeah, you know, we try to keep positive, especially I, I was blown away, uh, Kevin, when I saw the University of North Carolina do away with their DEI program for all intents and purposes. I never thought I would have seen that at a college level. Of course, we look for positives where, at least from our standpoint of where things are headed. Before we let you go today from a business standpoint and being a business reporter and having that background, is there anything else Americans um, should be concerned about and or look to things that you're covering, things that you're seeing? Because so much is happening in 2023 and life as we know it from a financial standpoint has seemed to have changed in the last couple of years as well. Yeah. And you can yeah. start with inflation moving all the way down. Yeah, I mean, one of the key concerns, I mean, there's so many, you know, certainly we're concerned about the food supply and things like this and what's going on with our farming industry. One of the areas that I've been focusing on, though, has been the power grid and big picture oh, between EVs, between electric stoves, electric heating, all of these uh, federal uh, emissions regulations that are now coming out from the EPA and the Department of Energy, not to mention state laws in California and Massachusetts and New York, are trying to force more and more of uh, of America to be dependent on this electric grid. And the electric grid is just not able to handle this sort of demand 
at, at exactly the same time that the power generation is now being forced to transition to weather dependent wind and solar uh, you know, for generating electricity. And so uh, even federal regulators are now starting to warn we are going to start seeing more rolling blackouts, more power failures, that uh, our reliance on electricity, that we just take it for granted, we're gonna flick on the light switch and it's gonna be there for us, that may not be the case in, in the future of America. So it's something that we all need to watch as well. Kevin, please keep in contact with us. Let us know we have other issues. We appreciate all the time that you've given us today to explain this ESG deal and BlackRock's involvement and anything moving forward. You know, I, I hated to see what happened to Bud Light, but they did it to themselves and Target and so forth. I just pray to God that companies do wise up, get smart, and don't feel as if they need uh, ESG and are not getting those kinds of uh, pressures put on them. So hopefully we understand a little bit more about what's happening. And um, thanks for coming in to cancel this, my friend. You bet. Thanks for having me on. All right. Kevin Stockland from the Epic Times business reporter there. Grateful to have Kevin on explaining. You learn a lot. You see from somebody who's covering it on a daily basis. Um, a lot of times, you know, and we can be guilty of it. Of like, Oh my God, the world's ending. But he also offered some hope in I regards so to too. things that are happening and fighting back, which is what people should be focusing on. But all too often, there were companies that were getting that. So um, we try to bring you the best interviews we can. We try to get out ahead of issues, try to get out ahead of things. Um, ESG is something that people are just starting to learn about from an American standpoint. If, if you go to your common circle, wherever you hang out with your family, I, I'll, I'll say, I think it's safe to say most people don't know what an ESG is. You know what they think it is? When I bring it up, they think it's like a spice or something. I mean, really, they do. They're like, oh, is that something that you put in so Chinese food? I mean, MSG. They, correct, but they have that confused. They really don't know. When I was talking about this, in, in a friend's circle, they had no idea what it was. No idea. And just as soon as people start to maybe learn the terms, now... You have Kevin saying that maybe BlackRock is trying to go away from that term. So people are talking ESG and, you know, hey, you're running this way, we're running this way. It's just hard for me to believe that they would stop doing something like that Correct. if they started it in the first place. Yes, I, I don't know. I, I don't have proof. It was just from talking to Kevin. And those things do concern me, though. Yeah, they do. Greatly concern me, concern me with they what's do. happening and where our country is going. Well, you know what? I I can learn for I've learned firsthand about the power grid. And I myself do not have an electric vehicle, but I have um, millennial children that in my family there is three Teslas. And I think they're cool cars. I'm not gonna lie. I think I, I wouldn't buy one myself, but I think they're cool and you and you barely touch, you know, I wouldn't say the gas, touch the pedal, I guess. And so the electric makes that thing go as fast as the rock and roller coaster in mm -hmm. Disney. But there is some real glitches in it. And so over over, over the past several months, we've had three Teslas hooked up to our own home. People don't understand, yes, it might save you some gas money, but our electric bill, I couldn't figure out why our electric bill went from a normal two to $300. So it was almost $700. What? A uh, month? No lie, a month. And so we've had some grown Holy children shit. living with us because they were building a house or oh had God. moved oh, or whatever. Crap. We literally, though each Tesla increases your electric bill by almost $200 a month. And so we've had three Teslas hooked up to our home. And so our bill was almost $750. Here's another glitch. Every single morning, I hear the sound going beep, 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 beep. Tesla's glitch because they're like smart ones. You know how we're having glitches today with, you know, just technology glitches. And so we have some glitches in Facebook from time to time or this or that. Those cars are a smartphone. So if somebody has a card that used to own the vehicle, 
physical, even though you think you change it, all of a sudden our Tesla, not my Tesla, one of my kids' Tesla, the trunk will open, the car will start, um, the, they, they have timers set on just like a smartphone. You can start the car from downstairs and have it start in your garage. Unlike a gas-powered one that would have carbon monoxide, you can just turn it on and you can't even hear it. But what it does is it sets alarms. So there is a lot of issues more so with these electric vehicles just than the electric grid that they have not ironed out. Now, my kids are millennials. They have, they are not phased by this, but it kind of freaks me out when I'm sleeping and all of a sudden the Tesla goes off. I mean, the car starts on its uh, own. You had me at $700 a month electric oh, bill. Oh, and that's the truth. <laughs> I haven't heard anything else you said after you said it, that. It is the absolute truth. How many I, Teslas is that lot? Is that Locked up to the house electricity. Right now, there's two. Right now, there's two. But over the course, we had my son-in-laws hooked up, and then now we have my son and daughter-in-laws hooked up, and um, you know, due to uh, building houses and stuff. So I love having my big kids there, and they're not leftist progressives. They just like smartphones, and they just like that technology. My husband even thought, "Boy, this car is really cool." But after seeing him up close. It, it makes me take a pause when these vehicles start on their own, literally. And we and you can go to the dealership, you can go whatever, and and these cars are start like with a credit card or by your smartphone. They don't have a key. When they start up, you can't hear it. It's very very quiet. I'll walk in the garage and the, and the darn things turned on, and neither one of my kids are home. Okay, it's, that's it's, yeah, that 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 is scary. It, it is just a very weird. So I, it's very frightening. Not only you're not saving gas money, people. It's just going on your and, unless you're a smart person. I'd be curious to hear from somebody who owns a Tesla uh, or an electric vehicle that is plugging in and maybe maybe uh, having to deal with an electric bill like that. Correct. Well, so far, um, I had a hybrid at one point in time, and I don't remember my electric bill going well, up. But did you ever hook the hybrid up to your house? Wasn't it the, the electric only went on when the gas stopped? No, I plugged it in. Oh, you did? Okay. No, I plugged okay. it in. Yeah, no, I would charge it most nights. Well, my kids, I think, like I know my son, he never really ever hooked it up to his house, so he didn't understand it would go up like this. He was smart, and he would find, there's a lot of free charger places around, or there may be 10 bucks. So if you don't hook it to your house, and you just go to like a Tesla charger, it's like 10 bucks or you can go to places at your work like my son could hook it up at his work for free so a lot of corporations have electric especially tesla hookups and it costs you nothing so if you're if you're smart and you and you can pre-plan and you can go hook these vehicles up not to your house or go to a tesla charging station it's cheap but i'll tell you what you hook it up to your house and um you it's on it's unreal I, wow, we got this electric bill. We couldn't believe it. Are they still hooked up into your house? Yes. <laughs> yes, they are still. I mean, I yes, like, they are still hooked to my house. You want that damn Tesla? I'm, I'm trying to charge. There are charging yes. stations around, yes, aren't there? Yes, they are hooked up. And, and the reason why they're hooked up is I find it a privilege that my adult kids, you know, like, one was building a house and the other one had no, moved away it. and I rented their it. house out. I make zero waves with my adult children because I want them, they understand the thing. But see, they also will offer to pay that bill too. They will. They're, they're great about that. But it's just, I could not believe. And like Mary saying, electric vehicles sounds like a hassle to me. It, it's, it's a hassle in the fact of the gas, the weird things that happen and all that. However, the only thing that can really go wrong with the Tesla is um, the battery. Nobody knows yet exactly how much those are going to be or if you have to trash the Tesla when you do it and tires. But like I'm taking my car You mean in, replacement batteries. Replacement batteries, And yes. where those batteries go. Correct. And all <laughs> what that. What do you do so with the old batteries? You, you don't buy a Tesla 
to go green. You buy a Tesla because you think it's cool. You don't even buy it because you're saving gas. You just buy it because you like one. It's yeah. It, it it doesn't prove anything to buy it for. Well, it's interesting. Races. Yeah, I know that uh, Kevin brought up. Uh electric. And then of course you had some great commentary regarding what can happen. Also right now, if people haven't noticed, um, sales for EVs have dropped off significantly and are not keeping up with the amount of production. And that has EV companies worried about that, the models that are being made, because allegedly there's EV models that are sitting all around this country right now available. So when I look at that, if there are a surplus, simple supply and demand when it comes to business, um, might be able to get a good price on one. You can. You can get if you want to get a <laughs> if Tesla you want to deal right with now, it. If there's a surplus of EV, yes, yes, you cars can buy them cheap. all around. People don't think you can. That's when my son bought a second one because it was cheaper than a gas-powered car. So if you want a Tesla, but right if now, it was go cheaper, it. but then your point was it may not be cheaper over the Correct. long haul. Correct. Because you're really not saving on gas. Yes. Because of electricity. That's your point, right? That's my point. That's my point. You, you're just, you're just. It's apples and oranges. You either pay for it in electric or convenience, because you can go to any gas station on every corner, but you can't always find a charger. You do have to pre-plan where you're going in order to plug your car in. You got you got to plan it out, or if not, you're going to run out, and you're going to have to go and maybe get one of your children. I'm not going to say which children that ran out of electric because they didn't realize the charge went out. They didn't understand how that worked at first. So there's pros and cons to them. That's for sure. Favorite car I've ever had was a hybrid. Uh, yes, and Unfortunately, cool. the engine blew up on it, and oh, it was just that one defect, that one vehicle, and yes. I was like, damn, yes. because I would love that again, uh, yes. and having a hybrid, because it kind of deals hybrids with those situations. Cool. At least yeah. I did, unless somebody educates me and tells me, you know what, Vic, here's the problem with the hybrid. You got this, you got that, sorry, it's not as great as you thought it was, and Okay. And that doesn't mean I was against gas cars because I love gas and I've talked about that. Correct. Love gas cars. Correct. We got them. We got it. We got it. Yep. Uh, and don't even try to go on a vacation with in one with children. No, because you got to <laughs> stop too much and it takes too long to charge. You can put gas in in five minutes, but it takes anywhere from a half an hour to two hours to charge an electric vehicle, depending on where you go. I've seen several electric vehicles when it comes to Ubers and Lyfts. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, go drive around the area. You did that at one point in time too, right, Pro Joe? Not with a Tesla or anything. I, with my own personal vehicle, but yeah, the, there's a lot of drivers that they they actually give you an option to rent a Tesla through Uber. I did not know that. Yeah. And and there would be an advantage to that because if you rent it, you don't have to deal with the battery problem or the tires. And- the deposit and all the stuff that it takes, it's it's really not worth it, especially okay. the way okay. that Uber pays. But that's a whole story for a whole different show. Is it? Got it. <laughs> we'll have to bring that up soon. Uh, well, we'll take a quick break here. Let you look at our partners, our advertisers. Please check them out. Uh, we love it when you guys help us out, when you jump in with anything that we can with our advertisers, uh, spending your money with them if you need any of their products. Uh, when we come back, massive story came out at the end of last week that we didn't get a chance to get into. Ray Epps, the figure nobody could find from J6, he sued Fox News for defamation, and now he is being charged federally. Ray Epps is the figure that all conservatives or most conservatives like, where's Ray Epps? He started it. He was on the top 10 FBI most wanted list, and then he was taken off. Well, now he's been charged by the federal government. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, my initial impression uh, impression was this is not good for J6ers, but Lizzie said that, <clears throat> there's another point to it. 
Um, we'll take we'll we'll tackle that topic when we get back from this break. You're listening to Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. He fixed the cars. <laughs> Kathy Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653. Or find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road.
Hey guys, welcome back to Cancel This. Cancelthisshow.com, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website at cancelthisshow.com. Uh, of course, you can catch all of our news, news headlines, politics, business, and cancel culture education hell. We get a little crazy around here as well. Myself, Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Lots of guests coming up on the shows this week. Uh, really loved uh, Kevin Stockland from the Epic Times today talking about ESG and BlackRock's plan moving forward. Why Bud Light and other companies would commit pretty much personal uh, unliving, so to speak. <laughs> and, and we've seen them do that. Uh, Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey joining us tomorrow, too. We'll talk to him about that situation. He's been a very busy man, very successful man. He is kicking ass as Missouri Attorney General. A lot of people were wondering how that would go when he was filling the big shoes of Eric Schmidt, who's now kicking ass. Uh, right now as a U.S. Senator, and Andrew Bailey certainly taking care of that. All right, cancel this, cancelthisshow.com. Um, Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, and Projo. Uh, you can join us today with Rumble, with face or not Facebook, Rumble, YouTube. Um, you can also jump in on CloudHub, Twitch, Twitter. Did I cover them all, Lizzie? Yes. And how are the comments working for people to jump in since it's a little different? You, you know, I worried about that because Facebook had always been our most chatty group. However, Rumble is really kicking it. It almost makes me think like, okay, all of you that, you know, when we get back up on Facebook tomorrow, maybe you ought to stay on Rumble because Rumble's just as easy to talk. We will not be canceled on rumble where you never know about the other social media platforms somebody you know somehow reports it or this or that or we say the wrong thing and then it goes down so i think that's probably what happened today i'm not sure because you never know with these social media platforms so i highly recommend if you can stay on rumble please stay on rumble if not facebook will be back up tomorrow yeah that might have been my issue i was switching credit cards around it yeah. may have been a billing issue it, it could have been it, it, <laughs> i'll know after the show's like well, damn that's it was my definitely fault user error and I always call them gremlins. So if you ever see me saying gremlins, it's we're talking about ourselves. We're a bunch of little gremlins that before the show, and that's why we start saying the show before the show, is because there's always gremlins going on in here that we don't know how to fix. We've we've always used the term Monday gremlins. Monday gremlins. Always on a Monday. It's always on a Monday. Because I think what happens is these, these technology devices go down in a resting pattern, and then you have to get them all back up. And then, so it's just gremlins is a fun term for really we don't know what the heck is going on and it's probably our fault <laughs> so, who knows we'll see we don't know. i we hope don't know. i hope yeah. anyway i i from the moment it's been a very busy morning racing around getting all kinds of things done as we normally do and it's monday i was up all night too uh we broadcast live out of the st louis uh area we are a national show we will cover local headlines when they become big stories and st louis has certainly provided plenty of them over the years specifically the last two years that's for sure but in the st louis area we had some massive storms last night that kept me up i know that where i live uh i don't know about you guys that listen locally but it was crazy, crazy. so i didn't get a lot of sleep last night either okay Massive story because when January 6th happened, we know, and we've talked about it on this show, Ray Epps this, Ray Epps that. He was on the top 10 uh, most wanted list for the FBI. Then he was taken off. Then he disappeared. Nobody knew where he was. Um, he was, you know, allegedly, from a conspiracy standpoint, from conservatives and Republicans, a guy that instigated January 6th, um, kind of the figurehead. Why wasn't he being prosecuted? Why wasn't he being found? What's going on? He's a plant. He's deep state. Uh, if there's anything else that I need to say, let me know. Well, Ray Epps decided to file a defamation lawsuit against Fox News. 
And in the process of doing that and coming forward, he has now been charged or been told that he's going to be charged. Okay. I, I don't know what to do with this. This, this does not, I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. So um, this would obviously be an unwelcoming situation for Mr. Epps, right? But maybe for Fox News, I mean, Tucker Carlson talked about him a lot too. We love Tucker. I mean, he's, I call him the best in the business today. He is. Um, but there was this thought, correct me if I'm wrong, that Ray Epps was involved and instigated and started all this, right? Oh, 100%. There is video after video after video of him saying things like, this is our time. Let's go, guys. Let's move forward. Let's push push up. And, you know, rumor has it is that he's part of the three-letter alphabet soup, either FBI, CIA, or whatever. But he was definitely an instigator, probably the loudest mouth there instigating it all. So how would he be told that he's going to be charged now with everything that's going on? I, my opinion is that he's going to be the scapegoat. I don't think he was a patriot. I think he was, you know, one of the federal agents that were there. But the videos now come out by Tucker Carlson or other people. And the video is all out for everybody to see. So somebody's going to have to take the fall. Maybe it's him. I don't know that for sure. But, but he has a lawsuit against Fox for defamation of him. Uh, well, too. well, of course he does, because that's the only person that played it. I mean, there was, you didn't see this on CNN or MSNBC or any of the other ones. Fox is the only mainstream media that ever painted him in that light. He's the, the only one. So. Okay. It's interesting because even if these impending charges or charges that are supposed to come, you know, downplay the conspiracy theory. Correct. They don't prove defamation on their own from Fox's standpoint, do they? Well, but Fox Epps is likely still to need to show that at the time Fox broadcast the alleged, you know, the, the def defamatory statements about him. Correct. I think he'll be able to show what he thinks he can show, but I think Facebook was, I'm not sorry, not Facebook, um, that Fox was just reporting what they saw. But Fox settles. They settle out of court often. But so if he wins, then he can still be charged. Good. He's got two situations going Good. on. Yeah, that's why does. I'm confused as hell. Well, they want. That's the whole point. Is they want to confuse you. That it's all about confusion. And so the fact that you're confused and everyone's confused, the truth. The truth is there. He he is definitely an agitator. But no one that was there says that he wasn't a federal agent. So you can find some proof of that. So the whole thing is a big cluster. The whole thing. Joe, you've been following this. I, I have to get another opinion. Where do you see this going? What, do you even okay? I, I mean, I I have no idea what to make of the situation with Ray Epps. We're going to follow it, but right now I don't think it looks good for a conservative argument. I just don't. Well, uh, and and somebody here on Rumble, it's I love the names. I love the names, by the way, on Rumble because when you're on Facebook, you give your real names, but on Rumble, we got all kinds of funny names. So Redneck Rocker is saying basically <laughs> he got. And so I love this, you guys. And so it's basically he got caught and is calling it a defamation to play the videos that caught him and that he's a real clown. That no, that that could be the case. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And he's trying to get Fox money to pay his legal fees. Fees, basically, he's saying. I agree. I think that's that's a okay. really good point. I mean, it is, especially when you hear, I mean, we had Frank on last week um, with U2 Hype, and he was at January 6th, and he told us, guys, I was there. I watched the instigation. I watched it all go down. I didn't partake in it, but man, 
did I see it happening? And he talked about Antifa being there. He talked about instigators who started everything. And of course, that's what Ray Epps was accused of doing by Fox. And then, of course, we see the video. But why would he disappear from the FBI's most wanted list and then asked and then be disappeared? And then he's gone for a, for a long time. Boom. He's right. back. Right. My question is, there is hundreds of people in the gulag or have gotten in and gotten out, but their lives have been ruined. He was the loudest mouth. Why wasn't he the first one in there? Think about that, Vic. Why was, I mean, he should have been the first one. If he was really an instigator and really caused windows to be broken and fighting to go on. Yeah, if you're put grass, on the FBI's most wanted list immediately, you did something. Well, think about it. Why is he still out? He's still out. Well, the, well, there's impending charges. Yeah, but they just took people who did way less than him. Was that because they couldn't find him for a while? Well, because he be. went missing because he did go could missing be. for a while. Yeah, it absolutely could be. But did he go missing because he was part of it and somebody was protecting him? Or did he go missing because he really is a bad guy that just did this? Well, there's a lot to that story that's still going to be happening. We're going to continue to follow it all because... Um, we have asked for where the hell is Ray Epps? What the hell is going on? Um, he is being called a Trump supporter, though. Is he a Trump supporter? Right. Is he? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think he's actually a Trump supporter. That's my opinion. I remember Tucker called him an instigator, yeah. not a supporter. Correct. I, I agree with Tucker. And I, that's why the lawsuit is going forward against Fox News for that. Correct. Correct. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Man, I... <sighs> yeah. But see, but see the confusion that it's all is? He's an... No matter what, he is an instigator. But who is he? Is he... I mean, the real thing they need to find out is, why was he there? And I know what national media is going to say. They're going to call him Trump supporter. Correct, correct. And then have him going against Fox, Fox going against him, Republicans and conservatives fighting each other. As yep. you can see, mm -hmm. January 6th was a conservative problem. There was no instigators. It was all Republicans doing this. This was the worst day in our nation's history. Blah, 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 blah. You know that's what's going to be said. And that's probably what, what's going there. So is there a deeper story? Is some sort of deep state involved with Ray Epps? And if so, how are they able to get this done? Right. And that's what you, I think that's what a lot of people think. Not saying it's right, but a lot of people think he's part of the deep state. And you hit the, uh, the nail on the head that it divides people. It's another thing to distract. It's another thing to divide. And they want to divide the conservative Republican Party really bad because we are a force to reckon with. Yeah, we are. We are or can be. The lawsuit also alleges that Fox recklessly disregarded the truth about him and Tucker and continued to promote those theories that executives knew weren't true to viewers while privately rejecting them as, quote, preposterous and crazy. Now, the lawsuit does not say, this is interesting, how much money and damages Epps is seeking. I would love to know. Wouldn't Hell you? yes, we want to know. I want to know that. Yeah, and of yeah. course, the proverbial representatives for Fox News did not respond to a request for comment. But anyway, that came out at the end of last week, and it's a story we'll continue to follow since Ray Epps was considered an instigator wearing the red Donald Trump cap it wasn't a MAGA hat but it was another sort of red hat uh, as he kind of became the face of January 6th in regards to what was going on what could happen and so forth all around the country um, 
we'll continue to follow that. This is cancel this cancel this show.com. Uh, we, we start off the show talking about everything that happened with turning point over the weekend and the super success, uh, the winners from the weekend, Tucker Carlson probably won the most Donald Trump was already dominating. So we weren't surprised to see him get 85.7% of the Republican vote to be the Republican, uh, presidential candidate for that from the uh, Republican party. Other, uh, Ramazwamy, uh, was a winner. He was chosen as the second, <laughs> the second pick from that standpoint. <laughs> um, and then we moved into just craziness going on with Biden. Of course, him sniffing another young girl, Kamala oh. Harris, uh, publicly saying depopulation will be a good thing for our drinking water and our food supply. Uh, basically, I won't go that far, but you hear, you know what she's saying. Oh, let's get rid of humans, whatever way. The more humans gone, the better for the rest of us who don't have to have their lives taken. Uh, we already know the problems with all the other appointments. I mean, nobody's having a good appointment since Joe Biden came in. Um, we brought up the story last week where Biden screwed up and basically said we were low on ammunition, munition, um, in an interview talking about Ukraine and why we had to send what we were sending to Ukraine. Um, you don't give those secrets, just stupid, whether it's intended or not. Maybe somebody told him to say it to leak messages. We don't know. We just know it's been the worst presidency in the history of this country. Most incompetent to start off with. And pretty much everybody knows that, even Democrats who won't defend him. It's also important, as we say this, that he's literally spent a million dollars in the second quarter for re-election. Uh, in the same time period, his predecessor, former boss Brock, spent $11 million in the second quarter. They know he's not running. There's no way in hell he's running and no way in hell if he's running, you wouldn't even try to run. Okay. We have another issue that has now popped up that just shows um, the, the sheer idiocy of this presidency. Nobody knows what's going on. Is it? It's either on purpose or it is the dumbest by far dumbest presidency from appointments from top to bottom we've ever had. The Pentagon allegedly accidentally leaked millions of sensitive messages to Mali. That's an African nation. And guess who they are an ally of? Russia. So <laughs> Russia will soon have access to all of these messages. Okay. Here's what happened. A common typo in the U.S. military um, is what happened, but we're talking about millions of emails and messages containing, of course, sensitive information to Mali. Uh, the Pentagon confirmed it. It happened because the U.S. military goes by an MIL domain. Okay, fine. They use that for emails. I get it. Short for military. Um, unfortunately, it's commonly, or at least we're being told to believe this, mistyped as ML, which is the domain for Mali. I'm not believing it. I'm sorry. I, I'm just not. So that leak resulted in the exposure of unclassified and sensitive information, such as diplomatic documents, tax returns, passwords. Oh, yeah. Travel details of top military officers. All of that going straight to Russia now. And they say, yeah, you know, somebody typed ML instead of MIL and it just went to the wrong domain. Bullshit. I'm not buying it. 
Uh, we've done too many of these damn stories, especially when Biden just last week was talking about how weak we are with ammunition, how much we've given to Ukraine, how we're trying to reestablish everything. Uh-uh, not buying it. Now, here's a quote from our government. The Department of Defense is aware of the issue that's coming from the Pentagon and takes all unauthorized disclosures of controlled national security information or controlled unclassified information seriously. Now, the DOD has implemented policy training and technical controls to ensure that emails from MIL domain are not delivered to incorrect domains. Such emails are blocked before they leave the MIL domain and the sender is notified that they must validate the email addresses of the intended recipients. That's my point. This is the Pentagon. This isn't a school classroom. This isn't any of us at home trying to send something to a domain. This is the freaking Pentagon. This happened on purpose. There's no way. And why does Russia want or need that information? There's no way in hell this happened by accident. And we're not a conspiracy theorist for saying that. No, you're, no, absolutely not. You're right. That is not a conspiracy theory, but some people will say that you're a conspiracy theorist for saying that. Well, news of the leaks, it, it came um, from a guy named Johannes Zerbier. He's a Dutch, a Dutch entrepreneur who just happens to manage Molly's domain. Now, listen to this. Uh, this Dutch entrepreneur who managed Molly's domain, that country, told the Financial Times, who released this report, that he has collected at least 117,000 emails from within the Pentagon since January alone. He's like, it's not even close to how many that they had gotten in the past. So he says, quote, the risk is real and could be very much exploited by adversaries of the U.S. He also warned that his 10-year contract to manage Molly's domain expires this week, at which point control will revert to Molly's government, who is a strong ally of Russia. Yeah, Microsoft wow. says uh, they're investigating the source of the breach. Um, but presidents and the President Biden's administration has vowed consequences for those responsible. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, this may ring for people. It may not. Um, it, it concerns the truck out of me. Because it's just another example. Every week, every day, we have something new. Something's going on. What the hell is going on with the government? And of course, are we going to hear about this in any local news situations, national news situations? Probably not. We're probably not going to hear about it. So here we are left to talk about the story. And as Americans, we're like, okay, how do you change the situation? You vote him out of office. You do whatever you can to get the worst president in the history of this country out of office. Because right now things are getting worse by the day. Correct. They just get worse and worse and worse. And we've got to we've got to believe that we can get them out of office. I know so many people say that the cheating is going to happen and we're not going to get them back in office. But I am really wanting to be optimistic. No one thought that Trump was going to get in in the first place. They really thought that Hillary Clinton was going to win. So I'm going to be optimistic and think that we are going to get a Republican president back in, aka more than likely Donald Trump, because the only way Biden would get in or even a Newsom or whoever would get back in is is cheating. I think they learn from their mistakes the first time and they're going to correct it this time and they're cheating. Well, and that's why that that's why we lost the 2020 election right. is they corrected their exactly. mistakes and they overcheated and they're going to try to do it again. And we I just got to get smart. I know, but I think when you throw out the cheating term from the other side of like, listen, 
You know what it sounds like to Democrats and independents. It, well, it sounds, sounds like, like sore losers. I, I, I right. agree that it sounds like sore losers. But if you look at all, it only takes three states to cheat. And three states had a very big problem. And the Supreme Court wouldn't even look at overturning it. Right. But, but I do understand that we look like sour grapes. I get that. Even some Republicans say to me, Lizzie, move on. Move on and just understand that your Trump lost. And I'm like, it's not my Trump. It's America that lost. And so I get it. I get how we sound, but we're right. I mean, we're right. I'm sorry. I don't know right. any Democrats that say that they're happy, that they don't no. that legitimately can look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm happy. Same. And that's what we right. cover here Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on canceltheshow.com. You can check out our original content. Let's just be real. Be factual. You and, and not be lying. There's no, there's no Democrats who are happy they with what be. they voted for they or independents. Be. They're not. Correct. They, they can't be. And if they are, they're just doubling down because nobody likes to be wrong. So now, the, the pride issue comes into play correct. when it comes to Donald J. Trump. And unless something, and, and Donald J. Trump is not going to prison. He's not. I'm sorry, he's not, he's not going, to he's not going to prison for the stuff that's going on. Um, he is not only leading, but dominating that, that side of the race. So True. Um, when these things happen, the only way to do anything as an American is vote them out. You vote your locals out, you vote your state people out, and then you vote your national people out. And when it comes to the presidency, you make sure everything that you have done does not happen again. I just cannot believe that there would be liberals or Democrats who would say Joe Biden is doing a, quote, good job. You're releasing more information, all of the craziness that has happened under your watch. And this comes after a period of four years where people were feeling pretty good. Now we know there's nothing really going on that's happening from a positive standpoint in this country. There's not. The only Democrats that are happy right now are the ones that watch mainstream media, and that's it. You're right. But mainstream media's ratings are so damn low from a national st- – I mean, it's it's – it's embarrassing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Most Democrats that I know are not happy the way, the way that things are. However, there are some out there, uh, and I, I bet they're the ones that are just watching mainstream media and listening to everything that they have to say. <sighs> Although I'm not happy with the Rahab situation. <laughs> I, I still don't think that looks good. But at the same point in time, um, you're going to continue to see, you're going to continue to hear these stories that, that come up with the administration, what's happened. Um, the only way that I can see anything changing better for the Democrats is what you said, Joe. They dropped some big popular name in at the last second, but I the hope America... Yep. It, but it would have to be like some... It'd have to be somebody who nobody knows about. And I don't see how the hell, how the hell that could make anything... It, people would really want to become i have a feeling it's going to be a female and a very well-known one i don't know who i'm not going to speculate and is that I michelle or michael ideas maybe because that's what i was i could see that right. somehow some way exactly. coming in <laughs> correct correct that would be the one that would throw a wrench in everything i think so too because like them or not <clears throat> obama or i call him obummer was very well liked and so I think Michelle is equally as liked by that Michelle and or Michael. She's a woman that's going to get all the, the, the feminists and everything involved. It, it, that, that would be the one. Well, and many people think that Michelle is a transgender. So, and that's a big thing now. That's a big vogue thing. So that I don't think hurts her if they think it's a guy. I don't, I don't know if she's a guy or a girl. I have, I have be, my hunches. They could consider her non-binary. But exactly. It, it, it's somebody who they consider on their team. So. Right, right. 
Exactly. No, you get it. Um, mm-hmm. the, I mean, we, we try to get into all these stories. We try to bring up what's happening uh, around the world, around what's happening here. We also have another situation that came up. Um, this came up, I think, on Friday. Uh, news dump, final topic we'll jump into just to remind people there are some good news. We try to bring up good news as well that's happening. Um, there is nobody... And if there are, I'd like to talk to him. But we've talked to uh, our friend John Rourke with Operation Cleanup at the Border, 16-year Army veteran, doing all kinds of great work. By the way, you can look him up. He has a terrific podcast on Tuesdays and Fridays. Good friend of the show. He'll be joining us more, too, on this show. We'll do some cross-promotion. John taught us a lot, and he really ripped what's happening with woke America military style. How it's been absolutely crushing recruitment by most Americans who are caught up in their daily lives because that's what we've been programmed to do. Take care of our stuff, our jobs, our happy hours, our kids, our sports, or our fun, our Netflix, or movies, whatever the case. Then things are snuck in like woke military campaigns, which do nothing to strengthen our military or include everybody to come in and actually join where it raises our numbers. We are seeing historic low levels right now in our military. Our adversaries know it. And now a bill was passed um, in the House um, and Republicans were celebrating because it was a defense policy bill, which is cutting woke policies in the military. It passed. It narrowly passed the House, but it passed. That was a massive landmark for what could be coming now to show that, listen, we know on our intel committees, we know how bad the situation is with recruitment for our military. Um, even when we have to work these deals in politics, Republicans and Democrats, because you have to work, you do. You have to work together. Um, you see what's happening. They know that woke is not good for the military. One of the last places we should be talking about anything, quote, woke, um, because woke doesn't mean you're going to be a good soldier, um, SEAL, whatever, air person, you name it. It's not going to happen. Um, so congrats to the House on getting that and the as little money as possible that can be pushed forward uh, to that situation is the best. Um, once again, we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook or we're on YouTube. We're on Rumble. Um, we appreciate you jumping in. Clout Hub, Twitch, Twitter, um, your comments always welcome at cancelthisshow.com as well. And after the show, all of this will be put up on cancelthisshow.com. So you can just go right to the front screen. And so I know that there's some people that only watch on Facebook and it's down today. So you can send them straight there because some people are having a hard time getting on Rumble and YouTube just simply because they don't have an account. So that's why if you could tell your friends to like, subscribe, share, because once you follow or subscribe, if any one of the other platforms go down, those will still pop up for you. And all else feels, fails, you can go after the show to canceltheshow.com and the show will pop up. Yep. And once again, this is canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Uh, coming up tomorrow at, I believe, let me check here really quick. I believe it's nine o'clock central time. Um, looking forward to talk to our friend. Um, you know who that is? We know who that is. That is you the, tell them who it is. what's tomorrow's day? Tomorrow the 16th. No, tomorrow's the 18th, right? 18th. Gosh, I'm losing days. 18th. 18th. Okay, 18th. Tomorrow's the 18th. All right, 9 a.m. tomorrow, Andrew Bailey, Missouri Attorney General. Uh, can't wait to have Andrew Bailey in to talk about that. He has been kicking butt at the state level as well. Uh, our friend uh, Kelly Mano will be on this week as well. Um, she's only got like three, four million followers on Instagram and That's Facebook. That's exciting We're gonna, to have her. I can't she wait. She focuses on 80s, 90s kids. 
<laughs> Some of her stuff is fantastic. Love it. Um, we'll get into that. We'll break that down. A um, couple other guests I'm just waiting to confirm. And, and we'll be bringing you a lot more interviews like we had today uh, with Kevin. Very, very, very informative um, today. Great that we had Kevin who was able to come in and uh, help us as well. So um, we continue to move forward. Grateful for everybody joining us today for CancelThisShow.com. Um, have an awesome Monday. And we'll catch back up with you tomorrow for Tuesday's show. Uh, for Projo and Lizzie Sparks, I'm Vic Faust. Have a great day. <laughs>